0: Welcome to Basically Tall Tales, the collaborative short story podcast featuring tales you can basically call tall. My name's Todd.
1: I'm Jared. And I'm Adam.
0: Each week one of our writers will write one third of a story before handing it off to the next writer to either continue or finish. The first writer will get to choose whatever genre they want to write in and the other two will just have to deal with it. Today we have a story by me, Todd, with the second part of a story make sure to rate comment and subscribe for more stories each week because we're always writing more comedy stories and your social media interaction keeps us going without further ado here we go In the streets. This is gonna blow you not fully developed little minds, kids. Check this out. I said as I rolled up my wizard sleeves. I stand ready to receive your instruction, Master Wizard. Katan declared, his tired little eyes fixated.
1: Yes, Master!
0: His creepy twin sister followed. As she said that, several patrons of the McDonald's inside the Walmart we were at looked up from their meals, eyes wide with panic and disgust. What a weird thing for a child to say, I said loudly (laughs) to myself. (laughs) I guess that word means something different in Canada, where you're from, but we don't say that in the U.S. of A. We got a bad history with that word here, okay, sweetie? I then went to knowingly tip my pointy wizard hat to the African-American couple sitting nearby. But then I remembered I don't have a wizard hat. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm hanging out with these two weird little kids. The deal is, they need me to get back some magic heirloom their father was going to bequeath to them. And they'll hook me up with a fresh new wizard hat and complimentary wizard tower. Can't steal a dead guy's magic family heirloom from a bunch of mafia guys or whatever. On an empty stomach, though. So what we got here is a baguette. That was a buck. It's cheap because it's French, but I don't got a problem with them. (laughs) We got some deli chicken for 57 cents. Baller. And then we take these flaming hot Cheetos. 50 cents. And what do you do, kids? You put those right in the sandwich. Next. We take the free McDonald's ketchup and mustard packets, and yep, that's the ticket, right on the sandwich. Pro tip, ketchup and mustard is free, so swipe some extra packets on your way out, and then you don't have to pay for cologne, neither. Blip, blip, <laughs> right in the pits, you're covered. Anyway, let's eat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, what? So, mu- wait, I'm imagining mustard is the... Is, is the uh, I would imagine I so the, as well, that makes much more sense to, to me. If I smell like one of them... If I had to smell like one of them, i think I'd choose mustard.
2: (laughs) I just feel like that would burn.
0: The burn, that's how you know it's cleaning you. I start to dig into my sandwich, but I didn't make anything for the kids, so I guess I shouldn't have said, let's eat. You kids got money, right? (laughs) Go get something at the counter. I'll wait. And if you can't finish all your nuggets or whatever, I will, so don't worry about ordering too much. (laughs) The creepy little girl got up and went to the counter while her brother sat and stared at me while I ate. Oh, speaking of African Americans, I said between mouthfuls and noticing that the (laughs) couple next to us was staring at me again. I mean, I wasn't talking about them. You were. Anyway, what happened to that babe (laughs) you were with? What's babe? Asked Katan. My god, kid, it's like you're trying to get me in trouble. Black hair. The woman that was with you kids in the alley when I first met you. And I was like, that's not your mom. And I get how she could have been. (laughs) Maybe even biologically. I'm just saying, statistically, it would have been unlikely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we released her. She no longer serves any purpose to us now that we have you, Mr. Wenceslas.
0: Released her from their service? Just like that. I'll never understand why anyone thinks keeping a job is worth the effort. You work and work to make someone else rich, and in exchange they allow you the means to barely keep a roof over your head while constantly threatening to rip it all away from you if you're not as useful someday. That's not the life. Jobs are not (laughs) dignified, and I'm not selling my dignity to no one. I then ripped the corner off another mustard packet and applied the sterile, vinegary, pleasantly scented sauce to my pits. Time to get going.
1: Oh, choice. I was right. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you called it. I took the kids outside Walmart McDonald's and into the back parking lot, because if normal people saw what I was about to do with these kids, they might have some questions <laughs> that I don't want to have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> kids, I need each of you to grab onto one of my hands the children did as they were told now picture your home in your mind's eye and by the time i finish the incantation we will already be there ready children hello <laughs> obama it's supposed to sound like a guy on the street rambling but it's a spell yeah yeah
1: no that's exactly what it is <laughs>
0: At the very moment I finished my spell, we found ourselves before the gates of the mansion that the kids called home. The boy who did all the talking looked up at me, and with wonder in his eyes he said,
1: Mr. Wenceslas, we are tired. Yes, tired,
0: echoed the girl. I shrugged. Well, I don't know any teleportation spells. So the next best thing is the time erasure spell. Technically, we still had to walk here, but I cut all the time we spent walking from existence so that it would feel like we arrived here instantaneously. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like getting blackout drunk and waking up somewhere without any idea how you got there, but it's magic.
1: Oh, well, some could say drinking's magic.
0: <laughs> I didn't say that to the kids because I assume they've never gotten that drunk in their short lives, so the explanation wouldn't do them any good. The mansion was swarming with guys in armor and carrying swords. That's not good. Definitely would have been better if they all had guns. Then I could have just placed a few hexes on them while keeping my distance. Swords don't accidentally go off in your hand and kill a whole room of your friends and loved ones. (laughs) The armor's kind of a bitch. Very true. (laughs) the armor's kind of a bitch to deal with too since it conducts heat and acid lightning and fire magic is gonna roast those guys inside their armor i don't know how i'd feel about asking these kids for payment when we're all standing ankle deep in liquefied human organs you know skin is the largest organ of the body okay here's the plan i said i'm gonna leave you kids out here by yourselves and go in there to get the heirloom and bring it back out Tell me one more time what it is I'm looking for. It's a
1: pair of golden bracelets inlaid with roughly hewn lapis lazuli,
0: replied the boy. I don't know what a lap dance lazy eye is, unless... (laughs) I thought back to that brothel in Amsterdam. (laughs) It's a blue rock, he said flatly. A blue rock, his sister repeated. I guess it don't matter too much, I shrugged. How many pairs of golden bracelets have you got in that place?
1: Just the one pair.
0: See? Whatever. I guess I should know what a lapis lazuli is, but I never paid much attention when my master taught gem magic for two reasons. Number one, gem magic is too dependent on materials, namely the gems. Gem magic can be good for young magic practitioners, I guess, or wizards with ADHD since it's easier to channel magic through a focus crystal than through raw will or emotion but that leads me to reason number two I don't use gem magic I'm not a loser (laughs) just a gatekeeper (laughs) exactly no accessibility should never be an option if you can't do it you can't do it especially with video games get good
1: You get good, nerd. Woo!
0: I have the kids help me up over the gate, making sure they don't see too much of my robe as they do so. (laughs) I draw a misdirection rune on myself to make sure none of the guys with swords glance my way, crouch low for enhanced stealth, and then do my best to sprint (laughs) across the lawn in front of the mansion without tripping over my beard. (laughs) He's like crab walking
1: as fast as he can?
0: (laughs) He's... It definitely does not look like a normal person. No.
1: (laughs) I'd love to see this animated.
0: (laughs) He would be a fun character animated, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I safely made it unseen to the bushes out in front of the house. The plan is to go in through the front door, but I don't want to start blasting guys with magic till I absolutely have to. Two of the guys with swords guarding the main entrance seem to be distracted, lost in their conversation.
2: Okay, so try and put yourself in my shoes,
0: the guy on the left says.
2: You're getting a nasty hand job from your best friend's mom.
1: And in this scenario, I should be imagining it's your mom giving me a handy,
0: says the guy on the right.
1: Oh. Wow, what a way to find out we're not each other's best friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, But at least your mom didn't tug me off. True.
0: Go on with the story, then. I managed to slip by them and into the house unnoticed. Entering through the hall, I find the study, library, billiard room, and conservatory on my left, and the lounge, dining room, and kitchen on my right.
1: Are you looking at the clue map? I I was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I Google searched the mansion (laughs) map. And I got, and one of the results was literally just a clue board, and I was like, this is perfect. This is what the house looks like. <laughs> That's research for when yeah. you're writing. That's how you do it.
1: That's right, kids. Yeah. Research it.
0: We all do research when we're writing here.
1: We do our own research here. <laughs> <laughs> I do almost
2: as much research as Fox News does.
1: <laughs> Your cursory
2: Google
0: search. Now, where would a pair of golden bracelets be kept? The study sounds like the best place for a rich loser with nothing to do but do his own research into the occult and arcane. Also, it's the closest room. The study was a cozy room, with wood floors and natural tones. And there was a ladder leading up to the second level where all the books were kept. It was a pretty nice room, but all the plants inside were dead. I guess no one took care of them for a couple... How long does it take for plants to die? Days doesn't seem right, but I guess it depends on the plant. Horticulture was another lesson I didn't pay much attention to for many reasons, but in short, I'm not a loser. (laughs) After noticing the dead plants, I then noticed how not at all looted the place was. Like, the kids said their house and stuff was going to be auctioned in three days, and even if everything wasn't sold yet, it should at least be boxed up or stashed somewhere. There's some nice stuff in this room still. I stuffed a nice wooden pipe, a ring, some old-looking coins, a statuette, and a bunch of other stuff into the pockets of my robe. I didn't see any bracelets anywhere, though. I then heard footsteps approaching the study from outside. I hid myself as best I could behind a large chair, and hoped that my misdirection spell hadn't worn off. It might be hopeless, though, seeing as a misdirect will make sure others don't accidentally glance in my direction. But in a small space like this, where one has the room in full view, Misdirect doesn't do shit. If they do spot me, then it's fireball time, I guess. I took out one of my willow wands from my bag, and stretching as far as I could from behind the chair, I drew a glyph of paralysis in front of the door. Just before entering the room, however, the footsteps stopped. I could hear a voice.
1: What's that smell?
0: I really hoped he was just talking to himself talking to yourself is completely normal i do it all the time
2: this room is right below the ritual room could be that i'm not sure what you're talking about i can't smell anything
0: shit there are two of them the glyph isn't gonna work on two people i readied my staff inhaled deeply and prepared to cast a fireball
1: no it's not corpse stink it's like mustard what does mustard smell like it smells kind of like
2: vinegar Then why would you say it smells like mustard if mustard smells like vinegar?
1: Why wouldn't you say it smells like vinegar? I said it smells kinda like vinegar, not 100%. Why are you jumping down my throat like this?
0: Those two are definitely a couple, I thought to myself.
1: It's about that handjob thing again, (laughs) isn't it? Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) But then I thought something else. One of them said there was a ritual room and corpses directly above this room. That's got to be where the bracelets are. While the couple continued their fighting, I crept over to the window and crawled through it, the loot in my pockets clinking loudly as it banged against the window sill. When I was again out in the yard, I took some sword spider webbing from one of my reagent bags and coated my hands with it. I smiled to myself as I was briefly reminded of that brothel in Amsterdam again. <laughs> <laughs> um then placed my sticky hands on the wall and climbed to the second-story window. Unsurprisingly, the window was open. I assume they were trying to air the smell out of the room, but it was definitely going to take more than an open window and a bottle of Febreze. The room looked like an entire football team had dogpiled on top of a landmine inside of an abattoir. That joke didn't land.
1: <laughs> it was an abattoir.
0: That's the place where they slaughter cows.
1: Oh shit. Okay. I thought it was like some kind of fancy furniture in your house. The, I was like, that one's so fancy. Team I don't even know what it is. Is
0: inside of a chair? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know. No no no. I mean like 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 a wardrobe. Okay. I was like, that shit sounds fancy.
0: <laughs> I tried to enter through the window, but as I attempted to place my hand inside, an invisible barrier blocked my way. That could only mean one of two things. One, I was meant to gather my party before venturing forth. Or two, I don't even want to think about the second possibility. But to test my theory, I removed an expensive-looking candlestick from my pocket and tossed it gently through the window. Shit. That about confirms it. The room's been sealed off with holy magic. The stupidest kind of magic. (laughs) Holy magic is kind of a misnomer. You don't have to be a particularly good person to use holy magic. That should be evidenced by the bloodbath inside. If you remember correctly, and I'm sure you do because we all read our Bibles here, both Moses and the Pharaoh's sorcerers could turn their staffs into snakes. I can too. I just don't want to because I'd rather have a staff than a snake. Holy magic is so (laughs) fucking pointless. (laughs) Anyway... The holy magic here is blocking any magical creatures or items from entering the room, but the unenchanted candlestick could pass through just fine. There's a really easy workaround for dumbass holy magic barriers. I rummaged through my bag for a magic gem, channeled every last drop of my magical energies into it, and dropped it back down into the grass below. I then crawled into the room unobstructed. See? Holy magic is so stupid. Even gem magic beats it. (laughs) As I tiptoed through the viscera, I really wished I had shoes. Because blood and bits of flesh squishing between your toes isn't a particularly pleasant feeling. Not the worst, mind you. The worst thing to walk through is the door to your in-law's house. (laughs) Marriage humor. (laughs) Classic. Am I right? I haven't been married for more than a hundred years or so now, but it's still funny. Bracelets in hand. I carefully crawled through the window again. Back down the wall. Picked the magic gem back up out of the grass and swallowed it. I could feel my magic swell through me again. But passing that gem later is gonna suck. The thing we do for wizard towers, am I right? One quick sprint back across the yard, and I'm home safe. The two weird little kids are waiting right where I left them. Their weirdly old-looking eyes briefly lit up with excitement upon seeing the bracelets. You've done it, Mr. Wenceslas! Catan squealed, his voice cracking. Yeah, sorry to leave you kids alone like that, but you should be used to it, since you're orphans and all. I explained.
1: (laughs) It's just as you said, we are doing quite well.
0: Catan said with that weird vocabulary and cadence that he has.
1: Quite well?
0: his thus far nameless sister repeated.
1: Can we please have the bracelets now, Mr. Wenceslas?
0: Catan begged. No, I said sternly. Tower and wizard hat first. I've given... I mean, I've done way too many jobs without getting paid (laughs) to just hand these over on a promise. You don't produce a tower for me, and I'll pawn these for booze money. (laughs) Before Catan could answer, A voice boomed from above us.
2: Stop. Relinquish the bracelets
0: and children to me. I turned towards the voice, only to be momentarily blinded by the sun behind the winged figure. Annoyed from getting sun in my eyes, I gathered all my anger and craving for booze (laughs) into a force blast and fired it blindly toward the figure. (laughs) Texas! Blast! I shouted. (laughs) ow (laughs) Uh, i probably could have just written like (laughs) the angel screamed or whatever (laughs) yeah the winged figure (laughs) grunted as he crashed headfirst into the ground my eyes slowly came back into focus and i looked down on the figure I'd somehow hit him square in the face with my force blast. Most of his teeth were now missing after getting hit, and his nose had turned concave. I shoved the bracelets into the kid's arms and picked the figure up to lean him forward and stop his blood from running down his throat. You can't just sneak up on a wizard like that. I'm like a ninja with cat-like reflexes and a cocked and loaded magic gun. Don't worry. I've had my face messed up that bad before. You'll be fine. <laughs> the, th- the figure was wearing a suit like the rest of the guys from the mansion, but this one had big white dove wings. You know, with those wings, this guy kind of looks like a... uh... I don't remember. I just always called them... You know what? Never mind what I called them. I grew up in a different time. <laughs> we don't say that word anymore. And that's not really what I meant when I called them that anyway.
1: an angel
0: katan suggested that's what they're called okay i remember now hey what are you two doing before i could stop them the kids each put on one of the bracelets their bodies suddenly began glowing with a pulsating bright light with one final flash and a puff of smoke the kids were gone they were replaced by a tall dark figure with bat wings and a jafar goatee He puffed his chest out and stretched his arms.
1: Ooh-wee! Sorry for jumping the gun a bit and putting the bracelets on before our deal was finished, but goddamn, does it feel good to be one singular entity again. It's so weird having two minds and the like, but a bit of latency between thinking thoughts and the hearing yourself think the same thoughts again. Okay, whoever's ready to get their own wizard tower, say I.
0: You're a demon, I (laughs) shouted stupidly because, like, the Jafar beard should be a dead giveaway.
1: An Incubus, specifically. And a Scorpio. My full name is Chris Catan. Pleasure. So, let's just get you your tower and your pointy wizard hat. I'll be on my way, okay?
0: Crap. I accidentally made a deal with a demon. That is the stupidest and lamest thing a magic user can do. That's even lamer than gem magic, holy magic, and having a non-functioning leg combined. (laughs) Like a pirate? (laughs) Pirates are so lame. (laughs) The ones with peg legs. No, I'm good, thanks. Have fun laying on unconscious ladies while they sleep or whatever. Bye forever, I said, and started walking down the road, not even sure if that was the direction we came here from. Hold on, hold on, hold on, how about this one? The incubus said as he produced from thin air a magazine titled Sexy Wizard Towers Weekly.
1: (laughs) This tower's inside a dormant volcano. How cool is that? It's like a secret fort. You want one?
0: Nope, I'm fine. Please leave me alone, I said and stared straight ahead. I tried avoiding eye contact, but Chris Katan just kept following me and pointing out cool towers in his magazine.
1: <laughs> this five-story tower is in Ireland. How authentic am I,
0: right? I don't speak Irish, I replied.
1: Okay, let's find you something closer to home. Hey, 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 Are you listening? Hey!
0: To be continued.
1: I feel like I'm having an aneurysm when I do his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm about to stroke out.
0: Excellent. That's the idea. <laughs> I I don't know if you know this about me, but I love writing just annoying characters.
1: And then making me play all of them.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess I could have given the character to myself, but then... Or, <laughs> Are you talking to yourself? Then I'm talking to myself.
1: All right, so I really love the lap dance, lazy eye, and then like the whole <laughs> Amsterdam bit. That was that got like a legit hard chuckle. I enjoyed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good.
0: <laughs> Lapis lazuli. Yeah, I had to look up the pronunciation for that. Um, that gem. I don't. I don't know why. It was like first I wanted to use that gem in particular, just because it was oh. one that popped into my head. And then when I looked up the pronunciation, because I was like, is it a lapis lazuli or a lapis lazuli? You know, something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Or a lazy eye.
0: And then the more I said it, lapis lazuli, I was like, lap. I heard the word lap. That's all I need. <laughs> 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 lazuli, lazy eye. Yeah.
1: Hey, look, man, the only time I've ever seen that shit is in fucking Minecraft, so... Never seen that shit in real life. Can't Uh, be real. Fantasy gem.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I'm not a a gem person. Lapis Lazuli was something you could mine in World of Warcraft as probably some other fantasy games.
1: Also, the whole interaction in the McDonald's? Choice. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoyed that. Like when your friends say weird shit in public and then having to deal with that, I find that kind of, like, interaction, like, as long as it's not happening to me specifically at that moment in time, and it's happening to somebody else I can watch, like, that's really relatable and funny. Uh, When it happens to you, it's a nightmare. But I did once have a friend
2: that tried to force feed another friend corn while shouting corn over and over again in a high-pitched voice in the middle of a KFC (laughs)
0: so, yeah. <laughs> being one of the ravens from Game of Thrones,
1: <laughs> corn.
0: Oh, my dog hated that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh No, <laughs> guess he's coming over to to end you.
0: She's looking around. She thinks something horrible has happened. Yeah, that's um, that's uh, that's my cheat sheet for uh, for how to start stories is just. Start with uh, Non-Sequitur. Like, uh, picking up from... I could have picked up, like, from where Adam left off. Like, okay, and then they walked away from that scene. But this way, the illusion that some time has passed, they're in a, a zone of comfort so that they can just kind of... So that the story can start from there. I, I guess a as much a writing technique as it is also, I just want to have a silly conversation.
1: It is, and it isn't a non sequitur. I mean, like it, in a way, like it doesn't pertain to the rest of the story, and then it, and it also at the same time, it entirely does. I think I'm also a little bit stuck in the demons, like talking too fast, um, <laughs> not but, finishing um, thoughts
0: before they get out.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so this part here uh, about the mustard packs and the putting them in your armpits and uh, the how to arrange a really cheap sandwich, it. Informs his character so much, and then like hearing his inner dialogue. His no, well, I mean, he might be having an inner dialogue. He might be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not typically meant to, um, but I'm not schizophrenic. But yeah. I just have an inner dialogue. Yeah,
1: me, me, and Chris Katan. <laughs> Imagine that being your buddy.
0: Yeah, it's character development.
1: Yeah. If Chris Catan was your dark passenger, it would drive you crazy. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I really like the uh, the different schools of magic and how he just hates all of them that aren't his. It,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: It seems like a, a natural kind of rivalry. I've seen it in a few different fantasy settings.
0: There's always going to be prejudice.
2: Yeah, unfounded or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> When I when I thought of the character, I thought he was generally, like, a kind of, uh, not spiteful? What's the word I'm looking for? He's generally kind Ten of a tankers? disagreeable character. Yeah. Not someone you'd want to spend a whole lot of time with. He speaks his mind, at least in his inner monologue. He doesn't hold <laughs> back. So I was trying to think of, like, what kind of... Plus, I wanted to make him seem more magical. Like, he's... He's got mm. all the, he's got all the education and credentials and equipment to be like a proper wizard. So what's he doing <laughs> in a trash can?
1: Living. living life. He I guess. Fighting the I rabbits. mean, half of it's got to be that he's just gotten accustomed to that lifestyle. And now he likes it.
0: How do you even end up there? These are things I'm thinking about while necessary? I'm writing it, you know. I like writing the middle part of a story, um... Because yeah. I, yeah. I take what I got from the first part, and, like, when I'm writing a subsequent part, a part two or a part three, you know, I start with a list of questions, like, what do I think that you were going to do? And then I answer those questions. So obviously I, I turned the kids into a demon, <laughs> and therefore kind of wrote out the kids, but... Uh one yeah. character I was surprised that I like wrote out was the was the woman from the from the first story, the one that was protecting them. <laughs> and so yeah. one of the first questions I had in my notes was, where is she now? Like who was she? Why was she taking care of them? But I guess I just figured that she was, you know, like a thrall of the of the demon. Yeah. You know, oh, she'd been yeah. like brainwashed that's, that's or something. And so when they said that they didn't need her anymore because they've got uh, Mr. Wenceslaus, they released her. He thought from their service, but they meant like from a, from their spell.
1: Oh, so, okay, going back, Chris Catan is often quite <clears throat> honest in certain yeah. engagements. Certain things he says is like really honest.
2: Yeah, no, I was uh, kind of surprised that you wrapped the whole heist in part two. Like, I thought that's what we were setting up for, but...
1: Um, I was hoping the heist might have gotten off-screened. When I wrote the first one, I was like, they should just, like, skip to after the heist. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was hoping would happen as well.
0: I think if you write a part one and you have, like, an explicit stated goal, then that should most definitely not be the end of the story. You know? Like... Like really. God damn, I I need <laughs> these bracelets. And then they get the bracelets and then they and then he gets a wizard tower and they all go home. That would have And then he has been... to pay
1: his taxes. That would have been <laughs> On the wizard tower.
0: I mean, just because that would have been predictable, you know? Like when someone sees him then get yeah, the bracelets but... and the tower, then it would have been like, Alright, well Yeah.
2: Predictable doesn't mean it would <laughs> couldn't be funny, but I mean all yeah. stories.
0: Are I did that with a degree. I did that with his last wizard story, though, where I <laughs> we accomplished the goal and just went home, and that's the end. <laughs> yeah, basically the Hobbit. <laughs> but even then, they. Oh wait, the Hobbit. Even in the Lord of the Rings, take the ring to the volcano. Uh, they they still got to the volcano. You know, Golem betrayed them. So like the the stated goal shouldn't be, yeah, yeah, like I
2: mean, they got to the they got to Mount Doom and destroyed the ring and went home. (laughs) That that was Lord of the Rings. (laughs) I guess
0: that's not a that's not a good example for what I'm saying because the Lord of the Rings is a piece of shit written by a hack. (laughs)
1: Look. (laughs) <laughs> it, the Lord of the Rings is more about the journey than the destination. Yeah.
0: I Well, in that sense, then Jared's right. Then there should have been a journey to, to do the heist. And then they did the heist.
1: No, but I mean, you could also just entirely yeah, like, I mean, blaze through ultimately. it. I was just surprised yeah.
2: that I wasn't going to be writing a heist story <laughs> next.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess it's more like... Maybe it's more common in... I don't know, I guess I'm literally thinking of like a romance or a comedy or a romantic comedy where, you know, the beginning is a person meets person and they want to be in love. And then the whole movie is about them failing to do, to do the thing. But yeah. every time it's like, I'm going to give this person flowers and then they are going to fall in love with me. And then the scene where you give them the flowers, the flowers doesn't work. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? So if you say you're gonna what do a say, thing.
1: Oh hi Mark. You say,
0: <laughs> you say you're gonna do a thing, the thing doesn't work. Right? Uh that that's just my that's how, that's how I'm approaching the story. So I just thought it was too obvious, but but maybe rather than saying Lord of the Rings is a bad example of what I'm saying, <laughs> it would be better to say it's a great example of what you're saying. So there's, yeah, you yeah. could definitely go either way, but that's not yeah. how I approached it. <laughs> yep. So thank you guys for listening. I'm excited to catch the end of this tale, which will come from Jared next week. Yeah. yeah. Excited. excited to see what will happen to uh, Mr. Christmas. Mr. Santa Claus, Mr. Deeds, Mr. Wenceslas. Is Santa Claus's name Wenceslas? Why am I thinking that? No, I'm just Wenceslas thinking of was... Good King Wenceslas I mean, being like a Christmas carol.
2: It's uh it's it, it is. Old King Wenceslas is a Christmas carol. We yeah. Like, we learned it in choir in high school. <laughs> yeah, we did that Renaissance feast every year. Yeah, that was yeah, actually kind of fun. School sounds
1: like lit. Is that what they do in Quaker school?
2: <laughs> I'm I'm not Quaker. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh. I didn't go to Quaker school. We went to public high school,
0: <laughs> technically private, yeah. but that's only because well, it's in the middle of goddamn nowhere, and there was no public yeah. school.
2: Ooh, Semi- one of them voucher, voucher things? things. Yeah. Uh, no, not a voucher. They just send. There's only one high school in the area, so they send yeah. all the kids there.
0: Anyway, uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, where we're leave that cut in. in and out. So, I'll just say, <laughs> and thank you very much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time for part three. Bye. 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 Bye.